0: Hey everybody, today we've got a super fun guest, and by fun, you just have to go and check out the Instagram page for AliCab. Jeremy is hilarious. He is doing the funniest thing since we're all under quarantine going crazy. We're actually getting to see the crazy that he's going through. It is genius. Go check that out. But before you do that, listen to the podcast. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the All Over Overland Podcast. My name is Michael Haydn and today I have Jeremy with AliCap. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you guys?
0: Doing really, really well. You know, obviously with all everything that's going on, we're we're trying to stay in as much as possible. Now you guys are under, cause you're in South Africa, you guys are under stay at home, don't leave, nothing. I don't right? go
1: much further than I don't go out. I go out the gate uh, to take the the trash out, and that's about as far as we go. Gotcha. Well, one of us may sneak down to the
0: supermarket to get some grub, um, but otherwise, it's strictly stay indoors. Gotcha. And one of the things that I love that you're doing is you're doing the Isolander videos. <laughs> on instagram for the alley cap and i've got to say they have had me rolling each time (laughs) so now are you just are you just a lot to deal with are you a ham are you are you funny around the office is this normally Uh, what you do or are you going crazy
1: no look i mean uh, there's a little bit of both Uh, i'm probably (laughs) the wrong guy to ask when in that regard um (laughs) but uh, but uh, i kind of you know, I try and keep life as light as possible in amongst everything really. Yeah. Um, So, so I try and, and, and I just thought for fun, you know, through all of this, we, we try to, you know, my, my side of the business now, we, we have quite a strong team with quite a, quite a strong team in the office. And so I really, I love the marketing side of the brand and I love the design. So those are my two areas that I enjoy the most. The rest is all irritation that the others can do. To make
0: the money. <laughs> yeah, all that all that business stuff that we have. Yeah, to I do. know that's yeah.
1: that's a proper pain in the ass. So, so I just thought while we in this position, I was trying to come up with a couple of ways on how we could kind of keep this thing rolling, keep uh, keep keep it um, keep it fun and light. Um, while we still can, and and it's just rolled from one thing to the next, so <laughs> it's quite hard work actually. It's quite. Yeah, hard it work. is, yeah, no, I get it,
0: but it is hilarious. I mean, the things <laughs> that you're doing, like washing the vehicles. Um, I think was the last one that you had. Just yeah. I was rolling. So, if for our listeners out there, go over to Instagram and uh, follow Alley Cab, and you'll see <laughs> what I'm talking about. They are hysterical. They've always had good stuff, anyway, on their Instagram page. But, but with everything going on, I think everybody we need to have a little bit of a laugh and a little bit of a giggle, and this will definitely do it for you. So, uh, <laughs> just, it's just awesome. So now, with your business, I'm yeah, I am blown away. I'm fascinated with your product. I really, okay. really like the Hercules, um, the the pop up top that you have. Yeah, um, yeah. So much so that I'm tempted to. Tear the top of my Jeep off and make one myself if I have. So, <laughs> you know, um,
1: I actually, I pulled a Jeep. I, I bought a Jeep. In fact, my entire relationship with, with, with America started uh, when I bumped into Jim from OK Four Wheel Drive in Germany at the All Rad Show some many years back. And I said, uh, and we were chatting and he said, Jeremy, I've seen some of the amazing stuff you're doing. And at that that time, we were building some really radical stuff. I'm actually going to run, in the next little while, I'm going to run a clip that we have, which was done by some proper professional movie makers. We were going to try and run our own movie, sort of reality, outdoor, overland, building. So I'll run that clip in the next couple of weeks or couple of days, should I say, to give you an idea of what we do. But... But Jim and I got chatting and he said, well, build me something for the Jeep. And I got busy with the Jeep, but the Jeep, I, when I pulled that Jeep into my shop, I thought a Jeep was square, but actually it's nothing, anything but. It, it's got a yeah. curve either side and, and it was more complicated to shape in metal. And I was trying to integrate fiberglass with metal. And so it went on and it was, and it just didn't come together. And, and I was kind of spending a lot of time and effort on it. And, and Jim said to me, well, Jeremy, I appreciate what you're doing but why didn't you throw some of your other stuff at us in the meantime and we started doing that and and well we haven't even looked at the jeep again (laughs) you know we've been we've been pretty busy with with what all, all else we're doing so yeah so it it was a good start
0: oh yeah yeah now you know and then just just what what brought you to come up with the idea of a product like the hercules i mean were you okay, well, look, obviously it, you we, must we be we got to go
1: you got to go back now because we are 20 years old this year so
0: so oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah
1: it was it's uh, this is our 20 year anniversary we had big parties planned all over the world um, uh, but we decided it's going to be our 21st rather <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to hit it we're going to hit it next year hopefully um but but uh, yeah what I, I mean it was really around we, we started doing it on land rover's first Okay, and then we were looking, and then we were looking at at European products that were being done, and we got approached by Andrew White to see would we would would we pre- be prepared to put one on his Land Cruiser, and we hadn't really the seventy eight Land Cruiser is actually not a big Land Cruiser in South Africa. So I st- I'd started with Land Rover, and I called Land Rover Icarus, and I called Land Rover Icarus because. Land Rovers was a very strong brand in the early days in Africa, and it, yeah. it progressively lost market share because of their reliability. Yeah, and and so so what so more and more or less and less you were finding Land Rovers around, around Africa, but you know it's such a culty brand. It's such a it's got a, such a big following, and and I was desperate to put one together for us, so we built this amazing Hercules. I mean Icarus build and i called it icarus because i felt like we were flying close to the sun with the risk of trying to develop this whole brand so we we called it icarus and uh, and it took off you know people yeah. went mad the first stuff we posted people went mad on it so then we went to land cruiser and we thought well land cruisers has got this reputation of being a super tough vehicle so let's call it let's rather than call it hercules on the land cruiser so each thing that we tried to do we kind of gave it a little, a little bit of yeah, a character a personality. Yeah. And so every time we build something now, we feel like we have to put a name to it, you know? <laughs> oh,
0: of course, yeah. But,
1: but it all actually began with the first canopy. There were no, I started on canopies, these aluminum canopies with the flip open doors. Nobody was building them. And, and that's where I actually began.
0: Okay, okay. So that was, that was your first product out was the canopy. Mm. Pretty much. Okay, very good. Um, yeah. So now you've you've obviously probably had a passion for off-roading, overlanding is what we you know we all kind of call it now. Um, how long did that? How long has that been in your life, or was it a childhood thing? When did you well, kind of start getting I, into
1: it? I I didn't. I mean, you know, I grew up uh, without a dad, so I was kind of you know there wasn't a whole lot of that kind of exposure in my early days. But but I okay. had an uncle on a farm, and we used to jump into his little bucky and always pick up and head into the forest to to climb in the river to float down on tubes and you know when when the wild was still the wild sort of thing yeah and uh and and so anything that that was a pickup i would take off road or get in get stuck my wife was always complaining i'm always getting the vehicles stuck (laughs) and (laughs) so and they were never four-wheel drives in those days because the money was tight and you didn't have the money to do it but i you know I was always into you know put me in the in the in the bush with with some crickets singing and and a, a fire a campfire to sit around and I'm and I'm a happy guy you know and, gotcha. and that's for me is what it's about so getting out getting into the bush it just it kind of revitalizes anybody
0: I promise you gotcha and then just just probably like anything else you're probably sitting around the campfire and you start like dreaming up what can you do to make this easier and is that kind of how the canopy stuff came up? Ex- exactly. You know, I mean, I,
1: camping was always an effort. When in the early days of camping, you were packing and unloading and, and fighting and arguing with your partner. And so it went on, yeah. you know. And, and so I, I tried to, I was always creating solutions. Look, from the time I was a little guy, I was I was, even when I had toys, I was trying to make things or build things or it's just the way I am you know so <laughs> I'm always looking for a way to kind of come up with a different idea or do something differently or so I, I'm I, it's 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 in some respects a bit of a gift and in other respects it's a bit of a curse because because <laughs> yeah. you know it it can certainly mess with your sleep and 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 uh you know when you get into a project sometimes they can really wind you up you
0: know you don't you don't yeah, get to relax you, can't, about you can't turn that off you know no you can't no you yeah. can't it's Definitely not like you, you leave the office and you're done it's no when it's a passion like this it's always on your mind you, you never and you know off. the
1: funny thing is you know you can make something work so well at three o'clock in the morning in your head and when you wake up in the morning <laughs> when you wake up in the morning you what were you
0: thinking man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you must have been really tired yeah yeah no i totally get it so yeah. um now what what is your personal vehicle that you're driving right now
1: well uh, look you know we i've got uh, just about on, on every every aspect of the vehicles i've either we've got a jeep
0: we've got land cruisers two of them at the moment we've got Hiluxes. um i think well let me ask you, that, you let me yeah. ask ask hmm. it this way if you're going out on a trip right now what which vehicle are you driving
1: i take my kaya which is my Hylax, i would jump in this and f- run away with us tomorrow. And is that because the the number of cup holders? (laughs) Hundred percent man. Yeah. (laughs) Like like I said, I can I can double park. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh too funny. Yeah. So watch the video, (laughs) you'll know what we're talking about.
1: Please don't tell anybody that I don't actually drink that much.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I'm just letting it out there. I'm not saying a word. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you know funny. what? So, so I, look, it depends on whether you want to drive in something with personality or if you're driving with something that's comfortable and kind of gets you there at, and economical and so on. Oh, yeah. So, I'm busy with two projects on two cruises at the moment. So, so I'll probably change my mind when those are finished. Uh-huh. Um, I've got the full Icarus Defender ready and waiting um but but it's just not quite as comfortable and if if the family have a vote then they want to go in the hylax
0: gotcha gotcha totally understand that totally (laughs) yeah um so now tell me a little bit about like what's what's been one of the trips that you've gone on that that you always go back to when people tell you ask you about trips like what's that one trip where you got Goosebumps or it's still just the uh, thing you that know, you remember the most? Look,
1: first up, there's a misconception that I spend huge amounts of times doing lots of trips. It's like it's like the plumber's taps that are always leaking and the yeah. cobblers shoe. Oh no, I the, get it. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> I get the same most of the time, people think I'm always gone and I'm never gone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Most of the time I'm working. But um, there are, there have been some special ones like in the early days of when we were into so the early time or part of our business we spent most of our time custom building the most elaborate pink dragons as we like to call them. So they were elaborate, beautiful things. They never made us money, but they looked absolutely amazing. And when we pulled into a show, uh people went, Wow, what has Ali Cab done now? you know? But 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 in the early days of one of those sort of stages of my life, I built this VW Volkswagen had a transporter, which is a sort of a 4 motion, more of a snow going vehicle than an off road vehicle, but it was perfect for the sand. And I built a beautiful camper and the family and I headed off into Maremi. And for us, we were still quite green and wet behind the ears. So we were in proper African bush. And we had the most amazing time with hyenas coming in and trying to steal our things, and lions coming through the camp and er- elephants tearing trees down around us. and we all lay there terrified but loving it, you know. Yeah. No, it was proper bush. And, and that sat with me forever, And, and I have such an, a sort of a, an emotional attachment to Moremi. Plus, I have friends that are around there. So, so for me, it doesn't get much better than Botswana or Moremi but then there are places like Namibia that you just can't touch, you know? So, yeah. so uh, Africa is an incredible place. It's got, yeah. it's got so much on offer.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, here in the United States, we always think of those far off trips as, as the destination that we need to get to, the place we need to go. And then I sure. start talking to people and they're like, yeah, but look what all you guys have also. Now, yeah. we don't have the cool animals that you have, obviously. Sure yeah you know we have our share but uh but that would lead to a level of excitement knowing that those those animals are out and about
1: and it does it definitely it does change the game because i mean we've all had to jump into the back of the camper because we've got animals coming straight into the camp and grabbing things and lions and and i mean I, you know i've been in the thinnest little camping tent with my son sleeping on the ground with lions sitting outside and breathing against the, the side of the canvas type of thing. So, so, you know, it, it definitely adds a completely different edge to it. But, yeah. but I think that, I think that, you know, when you get a little bit familiar with it, you realize that that's, that's not as scary and as daunting as we all think of when you're sitting on the other side of the planet, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I interviewed Dan Greck that did a, did a travel through um, Africa and he said it took him, about 100 plus days into his journey to get comfortable <laughs> with, okay. with everything, like sitting on the campfire. And he's sitting with people and they're like, oh, there's lions out there. And he's like, yeah. do we need to? No, not yet. We're fine.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? That's the thing. I mean, uh, it's, I think it's your, you know, some people are, are relaxed in that environment and some people feel edgy. And it's just if, you, if it makes you feel edgy, then you got to kind of take some time to settle in. I'm probably just too stupid, so I feel more relaxed in that environment. I love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm probably the same way. (laughs) Yeah, I I hear roaring. To know what to to be scared of. I
1: I hear a roar near the camp, and I'll grab my torch and go and see if I can spot something. So, yeah, yeah, it's not... Not a good idea. But anyway, yeah. but, but I mean, I'm actually Michael, you know, I'm, I'm super amped about, about the American off-road industry. I think that it's, it's, it's still, it's such a turning point. And, you know, we've been, we sort of a little bit jaded here in South Africa. It's been, it's been going on for a long time here. So, so people yeah. are kind of quite settled in. And and so the market's sort of a bit stale, but I think the potential and when they really start tapping into what people can go and do and enjoy
0: in the States, I think it's going to be fantastic. Well, I think here for years, it's had the impression that it was for the rednecks, the country boys, mm. you know, that's the only people that went out, the people that hunted. Um, yeah. And now that people are getting kind of like van life, for instance, van life is becoming such a big deal. When it used yeah. to be, oh, you're living down by the river, you must not have a job, you must not, yeah. you know, be worth anything, <laughs> okay. that kind yeah. of thing. And now it's what people like kind of inspire to be, inspired to do. They want that lifestyle now. So it's just actually, now getting to the mainstream.
1: I find that when I'm at a place like Overland West, I, I, I find people actually more out there than 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 then I find here in South Africa. People are really into it, man. There's some people that, yeah. you know, that, they'll go and live months out there. We don't we don't actually have that, that much here, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's amazing.
0: I think it's yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been something that's growing in the last couple of years. And then at the Chicago Auto Show, they had like a whole bunch of Overland-related products um, that yeah. even Honda was, introducing and stuff like that so it's yep. definitely getting way more mainstream and uh which is which is good because that means there's more products out there there's more information about it um and then people that have a a better way like tread lightly different things like that to to kind of um tap yeah, into sure. resources and
1: exactly. make sure everybody's yeah. doing it right yeah i mean they they have to they have to manage it so
0: that'll be important yeah. So what do you have coming up next? Do you have any, any new products that you're looking oh, at? Or... Shit. Yeah, I've got, I've got lots of new products. Okay. Well, I've I'm got, excited. Cool.
1: I've got lots of new products. I mean, we, 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 we never stop. I mean, we've got five engineers that, that can't keep up and, and they are like, I, they frustrate the hell out of me because, because, <laughs> but you, you know, you got to, you've got to understand that we've had to change our entire approach to things because when you're a custom type business, it's easy, man. You, you start sketching something on the board and you start building it. When you are a manufacturing business, the approach is completely different. You now have to yeah. design it and then you go into a slight custom build, then, but you have to be able, before you can do anything, before you can show anyone that product, you need to know how many bolts, nuts, washers, screws, how much glue, everything that's going into that product before you can even attempt to show anybody. And yeah. that, for me, slays me because I used to be. Check this out. Look what we're doing. We are having a jaw, you know. And this is what we're building. And and now we have to be kind of like, yeah, there's something coming. There's yeah. But but we always on it. We, I mean, kind of people look to Alucap, so so we have to be on the forefront of our game. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, we have got to keep our guard up because everybody's you you're kind of always snapping at your heels. So. So if you're building, if you if you're on the forefront of development and 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 in your game and your field, then you've got to be on the forefront, man. You, there's no time to to rest on your laurels and chill out and and uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's tough because um, you know you you kind of getting everyone's always trying to knock you off the top of the ladder, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's dog eat dog for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there is there a new vehicle out there that that you have seen? That people are really kind of starting to gravitate to, and uh, and to buy up. Is there a new platform? Is there something that you know you think look, is I'm, kind of the kind of one of the good new vehicles for overlanding?
1: Look, I'm I'm very curious about the the Colorado. Yeah. Uh, that you guys have there. Uh, it's uh, you know I mean uh, it, obviously for me everything is a little bit about how does it handle over a bit of time. You know. Uh huh. Uh, i mean i mean the the Tacoma uh, that you guys run around in is is it 's a miserable product <laughs> i yep. mean it just you know, you know the motor i mean I, I I got to use one a bit while I was there not so long ago and we were we were up in the silver i 'm trying to think the silver silver mining roads um, near the alpine loop um, yep. And, 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 you know, you get that thing into altitude, it lost all power. It was kind of, it, it just, I found it very disappointing. Whereas a lot of our vehicles are these fairly small motors with the turbo diesels and they, they chug along beautifully, you know?
0: Yeah. So, and I think so, Toyota has an issue with their gearbox. Like their first two gears yeah. are gutless, just mm. gutless. And, and I have a buddy that pulls a trailer with a forerunner and he can't, he hates it. He hates the forerunner now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, they are, they are a bit gutless, so that, that is, a bit of a, is a bit of a pain in the butt. But it's like, you know, I'm driving this, this V8-76 Land Cruiser that I got here at the moment, you know, and it's, it's got, I mean, I can tow my entire house. I can just throw a recovery strap around it and pull the house, but, but it, it needs, a, the gearing is completely ridiculous, you know, it's the revs are way too high, even in fifth gear. It, it, the clutch was dodgy, so you have to add, add to your clutch, um, the brakes, it doesn't stop. I mean, yeah, these are yeah. like legendary vehicles that are supposedly brilliant overland. They could do so much more, man. And yeah. one drinks holder, Michael. I mean, what the yeah, hell? I mean, were they really? Because
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. The wife gets in there, and then it's not yours anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> that I was rolling. That was so funny. Um, so let me ask you this so you like the colorado that you know you're interested in that a little bit and kind of interested in what it can do and what it can be what is a what is an older older newer it doesn't really matter but what's a vehicle that you've always kind of thought that's interesting but you've never owned if there is even such a thing
1: okay so look let me put it to you this way i've I've had this is about, I've got about four Land Cruisers now, but, but I, I bought, we bought a 4.5 EFI some time back, which is a petrol driven thing that I, I, I put a camper on it. I drove it to Johannesburg, which is about probably about a thousand miles. And, um, and by the time we got there, I was putting it on the market because I was so disappointed. I'd waited so long to get myself a Land Cruiser pickup and, and I was wow. so disappointed in the product you know, everything relates to what you want to do and how you plan to do it. Cause every vehicle, you know, you could have about four or five vehicles really to meet your needs, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. So, so, so I mean, you know, things like old FJs are absolutely amazing because they got so much personality, but, but you kind of like, you know, they don't, that it doesn't go a lot further than that, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I've got defenders, you get in the wheel behind a Defender, Land Rover, you can be going down the road to go and pick up a, 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 a gallon of milk and, and you feel like you're going off road. Cause it's that kind of, it's got, it's, it's just got yeah. that kind of personality, you know? So, so, I mean, so for that, it's brilliant, you know, a Jeep, uh, you know, I mean, I've had three and, and the, you know, the, you're permanently trying to point them in a straight line. So, so you know, yeah. they, but I mean, look, that's pretty much solid axles. Uh, what I've actually got now, which is quite, quite good fun, we got it for my daughter, is the new little Jimny, the Suzuki Jimny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, I, you know, they could have done so much. I mean, they just brought this product out. And again, it's under geared and all sorts of things. So, so, it's funny how, you know, as I was saying on my 76, you drive that thing off the showroom floor you're spending a lot of money on it you have to send it in change the suspension improve the brakes improve the clutch improve the gearbox uh, you know it, i mean where does it end you know <laughs> i mean look yeah. it's great it keeps it keeps us all in business but 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 you would think that manufacturers could do a better job than they're doing right now
0: yeah i've never understood it's kind of like they forget about certain aspects of the vehicle and then they put it out there, and they're like, "Crap! Well, let's let's add one cup holder, you know." Yeah, yeah, use a yeah. cup holder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now listen, listen. There's a there's a, a a vehicle being manufactured. I'm trying to think of the name. It's uh, forget it. It's, it's built off the same guys that build Land Rover. Um, it's Ignis, Igneous or uh, it's. They keep throwing out an ad every now and again on on Facebook, and and it looks very interested. Interesting. It's like a portal axle. Solid axle. Uh, they, they sound like they're building everything they can for to manage the off-road um, industry. And I'm, I'm damn, the name slips my mind now. But uh, I'm I'm very int- intrigued to see what what that's all about because they're yeah. busy they're busy testing and putting that all together. So so you it'll come to me. Uh, but after I get off this call with you, I'm yeah, sure. it would
0: be an hour later. Just send me a yeah. message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's do totally that. fine. Do that. Yeah. Um, now, I've always been fascinated with ugly vehicles. I don't, okay. I don't know why. I just, I love the ugly, the square, the more ugly, the yeah. better. Yeah. I love yeah. the Isuzu Troopers. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first gen. Um, same yeah. with the Mitsubishi Monteros. I love the looks. Okay. Now, All right. I've never driven either one of them. But yeah. I like the way they look. And that's why I like the Liberty and the Jeep Commander, because they're kind of square. And, and same with the 70 Series. You know, I like, I like that square. And, and really, the Defenders. I mean, all of those vehicles, square. And really, when it comes down to it, kind of ugly. But us, as people that love and enjoy what they do, um, we see kind of how they're kind of cool looking.
1: But, you know, look, firstly, you know, you want to get an American excited about something. Tell them they can't have it. Because all I know is that. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally true. (laughs) Because all I I hear and see whenever I'm talking to everybody, oh, can you get defenders there? (laughs) I can get defenders. You know, nobody really in South Africa, nobody understands why anyone anyone would want to drive a defender until they can't have a defender.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. But 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 I mean I I, I hear you a hundred percent and and I I like square vehicles because square vehicles are made for me to equip. So if you give me something square, it makes my life easier. <laughs> yeah. Round it off. True. Yeah. Rounded off, and then I'm and then i I've got I've got to try and shape aluminium
0: into rounds, and that's not yeah. so easy, you know. So <laughs> what what do you think about the full size uh, pickup trucks that are now starting to hit the <laughs> overland market? Now, mainly here in the United States, we're converting them. Um, but is that something that you wish you could get your hands on as a a real big full size pickup? Look, we can get our hands on
1: drawings for just about everything, and if it means if it means we fly in to to measure, we'll we'll go that far. It's, if it, we've been we've been sitting on the fence for a long time about it, and um, we've been communicating with. Um, uh, okay, four-wheel drive about it for quite some time as well, and and they keep saying, look, just just hang in there. We we, you know, there's only so much we can build, only so yeah. much we can get over there. There's only so much that we can kind of uh, deal with because remember that that we have so many variants in vehicles, and uh-huh. so many design differences that we kind of want to. We don't want to build for one ones and twos we want to build if you're gonna take twenty of those or then then it makes it viable, you know, because the time and effort that we put into design and development has to make sense. But I mean Michael to the truth be told, I'm like a guy that wants to be able to cater to put a family on board. So Mm -hmm. for me really a full size makes one hundred and ten percent sense because it's just it's got that extra space. So, you know, you can you can utilize it way better.
0: Well, not only that, it's it's the amount of weight you can put on it. I
1: mean, and of course, obviously you know you can I mean those are those are mini trucks, those are proper mini trucks, so yeah. so you can really go mad. But you know, I, you know what? I'm actually quite happy that we we just quietly chugging along, getting into the, the, the smaller trucks and coming up as we are and, and it's 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 all very manageable for us. Yeah. You know, I, I happen to have heard and I don't know how much truth there is but there's a competitive product here called RSI. And those guys uh, have evidently landed a massive contract for the F-150s. And, and it's getting them into trouble, man, you know, because, because now their supply locally is falling apart and for others. And, and now their entire focus is falling on trying to handle this project.
0: Yeah. And, uh, well, for, you for, know, the American the crap, market... Yeah. You don't want to be involved with Fords; they're crap. I'm not. A guy. <laughs> it's Just as well, I
1: didn't actually mention there was part of my 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 post today was going to be talking about Ford, so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I grew up in a Chevy household, so that's kind of where that, okay that came about. Okay. You know, I, it it really isn't. I don't have really anything that Ford has done to me, but. uh yeah, I just grew up with an uncle that was a strong Chevy guy, and we made fun oh, no, for no. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, when, it's grilled, when it's grilled into
1: you from an early age, it's hard to get it out.
0: Oh, yeah, you can't, really. So, <laughs> interesting. So now, as far as, as far as building stuff for the, for the larger trucks, um, I, I totally understand that. Now, would you want to get your hands on one yourself? Oh, look. Is that, you know, is that the, something that, you'd add to the fleet?
1: I, I don't think so, because um, it just logically, it doesn't make a whole heap of sense for us to have a car here that nobody's working with, you know, yeah. so it, it it all relates to what's happening internationally, because we, we actually supply to, I think it, we're at 53 different countries now, so uh-huh. so it's kind of like we're working in what the majority of our market is working in,
0: you know. Yeah. I know that uh, so, Dodge is really trying to, get, trying to get it out there. They're, they're sending them to Australia and uh, things yeah. like that now. So they're really uh, trying listen, to push it a little.
1: Good luck with Australia. They're a tough market. I can't no, even imagine. No, they're a tough market. And, and I'll tell you why, I mean, we do a lot of product in Oz and we got, we got a good distributor there, but, but, but they, they moan about absolutely everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so they, so, so they're not a, not an easy market. And I know quite a few businesses that are also dealing with Australia, and they also have, have the same thing to say. You know, Australians are hard, are hard people to
0: to keep happy. Believe it or not. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. So now here in the United States, OK, four wheel drive is a place. Is that a place where we can go to get AlliCap products?
1: So they they are our importing agent and distributor for Alucab in in the U.S. Of a. Um, okay. They 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 have other distributors scattered around the states, and that's all available on the website. But yeah. but they're they're a, f- a family business, um, and you know what? Uh, we kind of like that. It's funny, but but most of my distributors have become sort of like not only friends but almost family at the same time. Oh yeah. I've got to say though that 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 America has for us been probably the the best part of the journey, and it's because because we we have we have Europe and obviously Europe there's a language barrier, um so that's that's always a little bit more difficult. So although I'm at the shows, they don't really get my sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I I mean I I kind of can't keep myself particularly serious when i'm trying to sell something all the time so there is a serious side but but then there's also a fun side whereas when i go to the shows in the states i have so much fun i gotta tell you that really i do enjoy myself that's why i'm really disappointed that it looks like West's not going to happen this year although they're still mumbling about it but they but they're dreaming if they think it's going to come off
0: yeah they're they're putting what June or something like that now or something I yeah and i still
1: don't think i I don't even think june's gonna be gonna be it
0: yeah I'm just hoping it doesn't affect uh uh the new um what is that uh mountain mountain overland uh, they've got a mountain what is it called? Uh, there's,
1: there's another one yeah that they've just
0: started yeah the new um, one in Colorado this year yeah yeah
1: yeah i i I wouldn't hold my breath on that either um, like You know, everybody's underestimating this.
0: Yeah, no. Even when
1: we come, even when we come out of it, we're still going to be able to. We're going to still probably only be able to kind of come back to something sort of normal, slowly but surely. I, I, there's a lot that's going to have to come out of this lot, and and economically, man, we're going to be hammered.
0: Yeah, I mean, all. all I've got a ton of friends that aren't working, you know, which means that the recovery from that's going to take twice to three times as long, maybe, you know, so it's terrible.
1: Yeah. This is, this is very hard. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, Hey, I've really enjoyed having you on and maybe we'll have you on another time. Get some new products out there. We'll talk about those or anytime. Just talk about cup holders. Yeah. (laughs) It's a,
1: Great conversation, man. A great conversation. I'll try and show you my uh, my RAM mounted gimbal based hold- cup holder that I've got.
0: <laughs> there you <Uh-oh>. go. <laughs> you got to solve the problem.
1: Solve yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. No, I totally get it. Well, you and you and your family be safe. Um, yeah, you we too, appreciate Michael. appreciate you. You know, keep doing the yeah. videos because it's making me laugh every okay. day. I really so how do it. how do
1: I find out more about what you're doing? Have you got a, Have you got a, a, an
0: Instagram page and all that that we can follow? Yeah, so I've got an Instagram page, um, the podcast, obviously, uh, YouTube yep. channel, and it's all yep. under All Over Overland. All over. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I've been so busy with the housework,
1: I wasn't able to have a look today.
0: <laughs> oh no, you're totally fine. So yeah go check it out and uh and you know we'll have this uh up for people to listen to soon but again take care of your family take care of yourself and uh we'll get through this and uh maybe we'll we'll talk and maybe someday meet on the other side
1: definitely man i'm really i'd like to do that i hope i hope we do for sure it's been great chatting to you michael it's been great
0: well i always end it with telling my uh listeners to uh to go all over so right now let's dream of going all over and stay put <laughs> stay in your house. fantastic thank you so Great, much man okay michael thanks a lot bye-bye you take care